Yes Have Some podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Here's something off the request line from Liberty Island. We gotta squeeze some New Year's juice from you, Big Apple. All right, everybody, what's up? Welcome to Yes Have Some Live. My name is Craig Goldberg. We are in Atlanta, Georgia, and we are talking tonight with the people. Yes. The people have demanded to the talk people. to us. The people. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we've had a live show. Uh, there's a new Ghostbusters movie that, yeah. that's out. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen, seen it. it four times, y'all. Going to see it for the fifth tomorrow. What? What? Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, like I said, Craig Goldberg. I'm here with Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? And Jacob Walsh. How's it going? Very well. How's everybody feeling tonight? I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I'm still recovering from the last couple weeks. Yeah. I guess it's been like three weeks already. I feel like we just got back. I haven't unpacked my stuff. My flight suit's on the floor. No. I'm just ready to. Uh, I'm ready to go back to California. My cat's on. I'm the still seat. sitting in the airport. <laughs> Uh, you're hanging I'm at out at that with, bagel shop. We're at the bagel my, shop. I'm looking for my bag. We're with Ray. Just, we're with, yeah. Ray and Ryan Scott just having a combo. God, I I'm just sitting here making sure people do not leave their bags at Goldberg. <laughs> oh, one oh, day we'll tell man. that story. Hey, guys, domestic violence is a bad it's deal. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> you know, it's frowned upon places. at the airport. Hate is not a family value. Yeah, don't yell. Not if you're Jonathan no. Davis. <laughs> So, we're, we're, this is loose tonight. This is open forum. We got a Ghostbusters movie out. Ghost Heads is out. We're coming up on PKE Surge and Dragon Con. We're tracking the box office for Ghostbusters. It's not, it's, it's not doing bad, but it's also not setting the world on fire. So maybe we could talk about what does that mean for the future of uh, the franchise. Um... What I've noticed this week is everybody on both sides of the coin have become box office analysts. Everybody knows everything. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows how the world works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been reading a lot. Of, there was a funny article that uh, Chris Stewart of Proton Charging uh, posted today about um, the percentage drops from week one to week two and how, like, they're very comparable, if not even better, than a lot of big movies that have come out. Is that, the one, that, ha- is, is that the one that had, like, the percentage for, like, uh, Star Trek and Ghostbusters? Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was like, yeah, that shit was, is ridiculous. Yeah, like, Ghostbusters stumbles in second week and, like, whatever. Yeah, Star right. Trek takes the, I don't know. The verbiage varies, like, depending on, like, Guys, the it's unconscious bias in a male-driven society. I don't know what I just what? said. What? I read that Sounds somewhere. Privileged. It's so um, privileged. You know, it makes me it makes me really miss the days when uh, when we were younger and when the internet wasn't so hit and we didn't <laughs> know everything. Like you know, like when when I was in middle, you know, when Ghostbusters two came out and we were like oh, four or whatever. Uh, 
we didn't once the movie came out we didn't have to worry about how well it did at the box office because like we didn't yeah, know yeah. and you know there was the internet so we didn't yeah we didn't know or care and it was so much better now the movie's out we've been we've been working up to seeing this movie and now that it's out we're fucking stressed that it's not uh yeah the biggest movie in the world you know it's like we still have shit we gotta yeah. like be well, stressed about there was an article, I think, in Vulture where Paul Feig, it was from a couple weeks ago, but it was just got released like now. And he had said that the movie needed to make at least like $500 million worldwide. Um, and it's just not going to. Like, it sucks. It doesn't seem like that's what's going to happen. Um, it's going to hit $100 million North American here in the next couple of days. Um, the one thing is it hasn't been released in most uh, foreign markets yet. It hasn't no, been released it won't in, be in China at all. Well, it's not going to be in China, it doesn't look like, but it isn't out in Japan yet. It isn't out in Mexico. Uh, so it kind of has a staggered release over the next yeah. – um, but it's weird because they, they keep talking about how co- American comedies don't really play well in overseas markets. But I'm like, isn't Ghostbusters the exception? Like, I think everybody knows Ghostbusters. Right. Yeah, everybody Slimer does, speaks yeah. every language, right? Everybody speaks Slimer. Everybody speaks Slimer. <laughs> That's a new sitcom on CBS. Uh-huh. Everybody loves Slimer. Yeah. Let's pitch it. All right, guys. That was yeah, the episode. Have a good night. <laughs> and we're out. No, we're here. So why don't we, uh, before we get going with callers and everything, you guys want to do a traditional what's stressing? I feel like the people want it. People yeah, want it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Abigail, you want to start us off? Uh, yeah. I saw you jotting some I notes. Mean, I got a couple. Quick little things. Uh, I mean, number one um, on the what's stressing countdown for me is um, San Diego Comic-Con has happened and there was no Guardians uh, of the Galaxy Volume 2 trailer that was released. And I was super bummed, y'all, because that was the one that I really wanted to see. Um, And we saw the Justice League trailer and we saw, like, whatever new pieces of the Suicide Squad trailer that came out and the Wonder Woman trailer, um, which, you know, all of those were exciting and had little bits of levity and seemed pretty. You know, they all, it was all fun to watch, but they weren't my Guardians Volume 2 trailer. And I was just so bummed because I wanted to see it and I've heard all sorts of stuff about Kurt Russell and you know we found out that he's playing Star-Lord's dad Ego the Living Planet Spoiler! Like, oh, not really spoilers. Not really um, I mean yes I did a little bit of reading on that so I probably do know a few spoilers that I won't talk about but so that's fucking cool and all but like I wanted to see some stuff in action like more than just a still photo so you know yeah. a little stress I'm, I'm, I completely agree because you know we talk a lot about Ghostbusters we talk Star Wars and everything else but uh, I think Guardians 2 might be in the next year, maybe my most anticipated movie. It's that and Rogue One. Um, yeah, I really wish... Well, James Gunn came out and said the footage that was shown at Comic-Con, don't expect to see it online anytime soon. Yeah. And also, it didn't leak for like the first right. time ever. Um, yeah, so they so they did show a trailer. Did, like, did they show an actual trailer or just kind of some behind a, the scenes? They stuff? showed a scene, I think. Yeah, so Dude, I, enough for me to I, be like super jealous. Yeah, I hate when they do that at Comic Con. I hate when they do that. Uh, the year, um, the year Godzilla 2014 was coming out, um, yeah. or the year that they were at Comic Con, they were a yeah. big deal that year, and they showed a trailer at Comic Con, and then we didn't get any footage online for almost, you know, it was months later before anything right. was actually released online. And I remember it's right. just like. If you got a trailer cut, just go ahead and give it to us. Like you that know, Batman DC gave us a lot. Batman. We got a lot of DC stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was cool. The Wonder Woman stuff was pretty exciting and all that. Um, but yeah, I wanted to see uh, Star Lord. So, full bummed about that. Uh, other stresses, continuing stresses. Dragon Con is in 35 days. Ugh. WTF, y'all? Not um, ready. I'm not ready. I uh, I've got a uniform to try to get together. And get the our buddy Hal Clay. Uh, shout out to him. He's doing a, a a solid and doing some stitch work and some uh, some sewing on um, our uniforms. So I'm just getting that stuff together. And as I'm doing it, I'm coming up with like more and more ideas. Um, I wanted originally just to use a blue uniform to do like the race dance RGB uh, figure. Um, and now I'm turning it into like an Aaron Gilbert uniform. And like now I also want it to be like an RGB Aaron Gilbert like crossover uniform as if like she went into the interdimensional cross that happens at the, in the uh, spoiler, third act of the movie, but like comes oh, back no, out no, into no, the no. RGB. Wait, so are you doing the white hair? You getting that white wig? Yeah, I want to get that white wig. And that's what I was trying to say. I just felt bad. Everybody needs to have seen the movie at this point. No, that's what um, I was going to say. There, if you haven't seen the new movie, hang up. Yeah. Well, don't hang up. But... We'll rethink your life a little bit. Um, go see it because it's really good. And, yeah, so I want to possibly get a white wig. And that's the thing. And now I'm, like, I, like, tried on the uh, the Proton Pack, like, the, the new one, the kids one. And I was, like, maybe I can augment this. I'm, like, maybe I can do some orange. Maybe I can do horizontal stripes. I don't know. So we'll see what happens. But I'm excited. You know, we're all going to have uh, our cool uh, uniforms. We're going to be hanging yeah, out. Yeah, we're so. doing some custom colors. We're just going to have fun with it. Yeah, we have fun. It's, uh, yeah, have to be special. It. I might not even um, bring my khaki jumpsuit this year. Wow. I might not so even bring recently. it. Yeah. I got that, that GB2. It looks good. Yeah. So Jake, man, I got a question for you. What is showing you out? Oh, the same shit. It's just the same stuff. <laughs> Dragon Con. I'm trying to put together. I've been I've been trying to put together a belt, a new belt gizmo. Um, yeah. uh, I, I was a little jealous of that sponge face that you got. Those things are really sweet, and I yeah. wanted to, you know, maybe put together a new one since I got the the GB2 suit going. Um, and Sponge Face does a GB2. But it's just like not in the cards to buy one of those and get one of those put all together before. So I'm I'm scratch building one. Uh, but as we know, the GB2 belt gizmos, uh, there's not a whole lot of work involved. No. And in fact, well, like mo- for, as far as like the community is concerned, almost everybody's you know. Ghostbusters 2 belt gizmo looks better than they actually did in the movie. There's not like a whole lot you have to do to make it look better than it actually did. But yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm waiting on those parts to come in. You know, it's just like putting it together, getting those clear tubes. Yeah, I mean those <clears throat> the the Ghostbusters 2 belt gizmo um like you said, the 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 one from the first movie is based on that vintage Sanyo calculator, and that the, right. the, the one from the second movie is like the prop guys just like yeah. pick some out some out of the trash. Like this kind of looks like the thing from the first movie. Let's who cares? Right. And then you got to try to replicate that. So that's the whole thing. Yeah. Um. What else, man? Anything else stressing you out besides man, the Belkisma? <laughs> dude, the Belkisma, just like this whole business that we just talked about with the the movie making money, obviously. Uh, just trying to get everything ready for Dragon Con. It's coming up so quick, and then I got a tattoo convention the week before, so I'm gonna oh, yeah. be like, I'm gonna be out of town literally like two weeks in a row. 
I'll, I'll yeah. come back from the I'll come back for the tattoo convention. I'll work for like one day, and then the next day it's up to Atlanta. So right. yeah, just like crazy. you know, trying to get everything in order and get ready. Right. Well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this Ghostbusters box office a little bit more because that's definitely the the numbers aren't stressing me out. But what what's stressing me out is kind of what I alluded to earlier, where where. So going into the movie, there was like it, it felt very like political, Democrats and Republicans. It felt like anti-reboot and pro-reboot. And all the pro-reboot people were like, "Yeah, we want this movie to be good. We want it to be fun. We want it to be entertaining. To relaunch the franchise, we want it to be successful." Mm-hmm. And all of the anti-reboot people were like, "We want it to fall on its face. We want it to flop. We want it to be in the dollar bin. We want it to be an absolute box office bomb." So. In our first couple of weeks, we've learned a couple of things, right? So first off, it's not a bomb. It's not a bomb by any means. No. Um, it was certified fresh. Like, that was our first... Well, yeah, it was, that's the other thing. It got good reviews. I mean, every single person I've talked to has at least liked it, if not really enjoyed or loved the movie. So I right. always feel really good about that. Um, but this weird thing is happening now where there's, like, all this, like, tinfoil hat stuff and, like, conspiracies and people are, like, the critics are being paid off, the box office numbers are being flubbed. Like, it's just... When did... When did we all go so fucking crazy? Right? Yeah, and over, and over the Ghostbusters movie. Like, God, what... It, first of all, it doesn't even make sense that this is happening. God, why couldn't it have been fucking anything else? You know? Right. Jesus. Right. It's just, right. like, so tiring to try to keep up with everything. Well, I think what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks and months is that there's going to be some revisionist history that comes into play. There's going to be people kind of backtracking going, you know, this is what I would have done. This is the movie I would have made. If they would have just done this, this, and this, it would have been successful. But the fact is none of us know, right? You could say, right. oh, if they would have made a traditional sequel, it would be huge. But we don't actually know that. All we know is that there hasn't been a Ghostbusters movie um, in, I don't know, what, 30 years? It's been a dormant yeah. franchise, and, and nobody knows. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's the thing that's stressing me out, is that uh, we'll never know. This is the route they went. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, and uh, that's it. Yeah. That's all I have to say. I love this movie. I have doubts that we're going to get a direct sequel right now. Right. Um, I, I don't know with the the way the box office is right now, if Ghost Core and Sony are going to line up and say, all right, let's push out a sequel. Let's have Paul Feig direct. Um, I wish they would. I, I wish they could somehow do it like on a smaller budget and maybe like more of a limited marketing campaign and where they didn't have to sink three or 400 millions into it. Um, but I don't know. That's not really how it works. That's uh, when it's a ten-pole franchise. They're going to put tons and tons of money and resources into it with the hopes that it's going to make it all back. And it just doesn't. At this point, it doesn't look like that's going to happen with this movie. The one thing, and I was talking to a guy about this today. I wonder if they would have not had a summer release, but put it out in like the fall, without all the competition uh, from all these like kids movies and yeah, other releases. That's like a Halloween. Yeah, what if really? they put it out in October or November where you get you get that extended release time where there's not a lot of big releases until the holidays, so you put something out around the beginning of November, late October, maybe you get 
more people flocking to the movie because there's not a whole lot of competition. Yeah. Right. I feel like I'm going to walk away from this summer, like, secretly hating the secret life of pets and, like, presenting <laughs> it for doing as well as it did. I haven't like seen it yet. I'm sure it's yeah. adorable. I'm sure it's great. But, like, I kind of fucking hate it because of this. <laughs> I it's like you, whenever, yeah. Oh, of course. Whenever you hear somebody that's like, "Yeah, uh, I went and saw Secret Life of Pets this weekend," I'm like, "Oh, did you fucking go see the Secret Life of Pets, you idiot?" Like, yeah, I see you grabbing like a stuffed poodle out of some kid's hand, like from the movie, just throwing it on the ground. Like, yeah, yeah. Guess what? Nobody the cares whole- what your dog does at home when you're not there. It's all a lie. Those dogs aren't hey, talking and hanging out. In all honesty, in all honesty, that movie is good. So. You saw it? It's really good. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, from what I hear, it's really funny. Oh, uh, dude, I totally I respect those dogs. So I love I them. I, they're very good. And they're the back in the bag. Oh, man. Yeah. Some, so somebody just tweeted us some fun facts. Let's read them out. From okay. Alex Webb on Twitter, at Orbital Wings, he said, Ghostbusters made 32% of its budget back on opening weekend. Star okay. Trek made 30% of its own. So, okay. So what that's saying is that Percentage-wise, Ghostbusters is making decent money. Comparable. The yeah, problem is, how do you account? So the, what, what I heard Chris and Troy on, on the Interdimensional Crossroad talking about more recently is that, you know, Ghost Corps and Sony, this is a long play. This isn't, let's try to relaunch Ghostbusters. It didn't work. Now it's gone. They're looking right. five years into the future. They're looking they got 10 all years these plans. The yeah. And... Maybe for them, it would have been nice to have a runaway hit, Jurassic World, making half a billion dollars or three-quarters of a billion dollars worldwide. But maybe if it makes $250 million worldwide and it puts Ghostbusters back into the conscious of, of the average moviegoer and then they could relaunch uh-huh. with, you know, whatever, cartoons, more movies, more traditional sequels, spinoffs. Yeah. Maybe that this launcher because Ghost Core is not going away. No. They, like Ghostbusters is here to stay. It's just going to be. I wonder why can't we just hang out at Ghost Core and just figure this stuff out? I know. Just <laughs> ask the tough questions. They never yeah. let us in. Just want to hang out. Just not sit down. Eric, let us in. We have some questions. <laughs> we need to know. Um, hey, well, that cool, door's not locked. We can just walk in. Yeah, they'll just let you walk in. They they don't know. You can why, touch don't, that pole. why don't we go to uh, our first caller of the night? What do you guys say? Sure. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Cool. So let's see. Five two zero area code. Uh, you are on the air with the Yes Have Some Live. Hi, this is Sean Underhill with the Yuma, Arizona Ghostbusters. What's uh, up, how's it going, man? How are you, man? Hi. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Doing good, um, man. So, uh, I don't really have anything stressing me, but I am enjoying the the new movie being out, especially having a two-year-old when that's the same age I was when the original came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, have they so seen he's it yet? Been, <laughs> uh, he has only seen clips, but I've been sharing the real Ghostbusters cartoon with him, and oh, that's so awesome. we come home and watch it, and he loves everything Ghostbusters. That's great, man. He's always with me. That's the way it should be. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so what, what was, uh, for, um, for the release of the movie, what was your, uh, your plan of action? Did you go out to the theater? Were you in gear? Did you go out with your franchise? 
Yeah, I went out. I coordinated uh, along with my fellow team member since for the Arizona group, we're the only two in Yuma. Uh, we set up a premiere slash food drive event at our local small theater, uh, raising you know a bunch of uh, food donations for our community food banks and oh, that's awesome, man! You know, oh, man. Giving Very back cool. to the community with our uniforms. We had two ectos out there. Oh, nice. Wait, there's, and, uh, there's two of you and you both have echoes? Not no, fair. Uh, we don't even have one. We're slacking. <laughs> Between the three there's of us. There's a local uh, physical therapist out here who's made a 1970s Cadillac into an ecto, and he's oh, got oh, cool. classic 59 fins grafted onto it. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. And was, so uh, his what ecto was, your... was out there. So what was what was your uh, your thoughts going into the movie, and, and did your opinions change one way or the other coming out of it? Uh, I saw it in uh, L.A. with you guys, and oh, cool. uh, my little boy was there on the red carpet with us, but nice. of course it's it showed awesome. too late for him to watch it. Uh, right, right. Uh, yeah, it was almost too late for me. Yeah, that was a long <laughs> yeah. day, man. Yeah, we were all tired, but it was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And especially after watching more and more of the cartoon, I, yeah. I really enjoy how they've incorporated a lot of those real Ghostbuster effects into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. It's funny because a lot of people have said that, like, it definitely has a real Ghostbusters vibe. Yeah. Um, on, you know, with some of the equipment, some of the special effects, some of the or ghosts. Animation, yeah. And, yeah, and then, you know, somebody asked Paul Feig at a Q&A, and, and he said it's all coincidence. Like, they didn't actively try and replicate the cartoon. Uh it just kind of happened that way, so uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that it turned out that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see how any fan would just automatically incorporate that stuff with it. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what we do. We like to make things exactly what we want, yep. even if it's not. Um, well, before we let you go, let me ask you about that post credit scene. What did you think of that? Do you think uh, that was a little bit of fan service? Do you think it means anything uh, for the future of the franchise? Yeah, I, well, I hope it does. As uh, you said, with the sequel, I think now that the group has an unlimited budget, I look forward to seeing what the next Ecto will be, since there's uh, is no more. <laughs> there's no yes, that's back. true. That's funny. It's in Jersey. <laughs> it's on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, man, we're, we're going to move on to our next caller, man, but we really appreciate you calling. Um, glad that you made it out to L.A. with, with, with three or four hundred of us crazy people. And yeah. ho- hopefully we can do something like that again sometime. Yeah. All right. Well, always enjoy listening to you, especially when I'm putting the gear together. It's enjoyable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, like, man. Uh, we appreciate it. Like an inspiration, right? Is that what we <laughs> right? are? I don't know. I don't, I don't know about cool, that. Cool, man. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Have a good night. Yeah, thanks, thanks dude. You too. Bye. Take it easy. Bye. Cool. Cool, cool. Cool. Good guy. That was a good guy. That was a super good guy. <laughs> Dude, Let's uh, be good guys can, we go, here. can we just go back to California? Yeah. Can we all just like, back. I want I everybody who was there, just like all, what was there, like 350 of us? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just everybody. And then, and then, you know, all our friends who didn't get to go, we're just going to, yeah. we're just going to move out there and just Don't live on that, that street. There's, we're just going to live definitely, on uh, that street. There's definitely 300 and who make money. There's definitely like 349 people I want to go back want to go back there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, just 349. 
three forty nine oh, out of three fifty. Yeah. Only one. Only one that Let's can just stay the fuck home. <laughs> oh God. Anyways, I love everyone. We love everybody. It's um, fun. We you like fun. the idea. So, the the guy that just called, he says he likes to listen to our show while he's building some equipment. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. When I build equipment, I have to have like complete silence because I get really frustrated yeah. and mad. <laughs> you break, I break stuff. Like I'm just like, oh, this is wrong. Snap it half, throw it away. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. Do my Bill O'Reilly impression. Fuck it. <laughs> we'll do it live. Cool. Let's go to our. Uh, let's go. We jot down that. Yeah. That because they already called. Cool. Um, let's go to our next caller. How about? Eight six four area code. Who is who is this? Who are you? And where are you calling from? Eight six four. Hello. Hello. All right, we'll come back to eight six four. They seem to be having some sort of uh, missed connection there. Uh, that's okay. Let's do this one. Six one four. Who are you? And where are you calling from? G'day guys, it's Andrew from the Victorian Ghostbusters. How are we? Yay! How's it going, man? What's up, dude? Hey man, how's it going? Yeah, good, good. How good is this movie? It's so good. It's good. It's so good. How good is it in Australia? Because oh. I heard I heard it's probably the same movie, but how well how are people reacting to it out out west, east, wherever you are? Well, as it was uh, the number one movie for the opening weekend. Yeah, so it did pretty well for the first weekend. Yeah, oh, that's awesome, man. Um, and I know yeah, the last time. Uh, no, go for it. You're good. Oh, good. The second weekend it dropped down to number two. Okay. And you, when we talked to you last time, you were talking about how they didn't really have like a uh, a premiere or anything set up or a big event. Were you able to organize your group and do like a, a good theater event there? Yeah, so um, we teamed up with Sony, so we went to the advanced screening the day after you guys saw it in L.A. So that okay. was like a mini premiere, I guess. But nothing as big as what you guys had, which I was FOMOing for the match. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, that was that was wild. That's I mean, I, I know we put up a lot of pictures and videos, and I've, I've gone back and looked at everything, but they didn't really capture what that atmosphere was actually cool like. Of it, right? um, because it was insane. Yeah. It was very insane. There was choreographed dancing. Yeah, it was nuts. It was nuts. It was crazy. <laughs> it was I was, was, I was at work, well, not really working, but I was in the back room just streaming all the live videos from, like, every channel, trying right. to watch it almost in tears that I wasn't even there. But I'm like, ah, oh, to me it was amazing. It was amazing. It was good, man. Yeah. And um, so I read this story recently, so obviously Chris Hemsworth, um, is uh, native of Australia. Yes. I read. Yep. I don't wait. I don't know if this happened in Australia. I read that him and Tom Hiddleston and like Taylor Swift, like they rented out a private theater in Australia to watch Ghostbusters. Whoa! That's I want to be there. So bad. I, I didn't hear that, but that that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I'd go see Ghostbusters with Taylor Swift if she asked me to. Yeah, I think I'd do that. <laughs> um. So listen, uh, Andrew, you're... Say... Oh, yeah, go no, you... no, you you go. You take take the stage, sir. I was going to say, uh, when I uh, was watching Ghost Heads and seeing you guys uh, in that, uh, congratulations, and um, well done. I was, watch- I was watching it and almost tearing up myself. My girlfriend turns to me like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten a lot of those. Yeah, People we've... say that. 
We've gotten really nice messages from people literally all over the world. Yeah, thank um, you so much for everyone. And, anybody who's reached out, thank you so much. Um, we really love interacting with you guys and, like, just saying kind words. Abigail and myself were recognized at a Toys R Us the other day. Ah, uh, yeah. What? Like a dad with his kids. It was really funny. There were, he came up to us. He was like, hey, you're you guys in Ghost Heads? And we're literally both wearing no ghost t-shirts, like looking at Ghostbusters toys inside of the Toys R Us. Like, we can't see. I should have like, no, what's that? So, so Andrew, you're a super fan. You've seen the, how many times have you seen the movie? Uh, I've seen it four times, um, but I have another double pass to go see it for the fifth time. Awesome, nice. man. So you and awesome. I are in the same position. Very cool. So, yeah. we're... As as somebody who follows the franchise, who really enjoyed the movie, but you you kind of know how the movie industry works as far as sequelizing and, and franchises and everything. Where do you think they go from here as far as live action or animated even? Yeah, I reckon uh, I think they're gonna wait till after the animation movie comes out. I reckon and maybe Echo Four, see how well that goes. Um, right. Plan their next live action film, I reckon. But right. if they go with anything from the post credits, I jumped out of my seat at that scene. So um, yeah, that, that would be awesome if they go ahead with that. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be great. I personally feel, in my heart of hearts, that we will get another live-action Ghostbusters movie in the next three or four years. And I think, fortunately or unfortunately, this is just my opinion, that it's going to be a traditional follow-up. Passing the Torch sequel to the original movies. Mm-hmm. And maybe the post credit scene in that movie reintroduces the girls and we can go forward with a, some sort of combined universe. Um, but I just, I just think Sony, you know, for all the people saying it's just a cash grab and they're just trying to make money, I think rebooting the franchise with an all-female cast is about as risky as you can get. It was a bold move. And congratulations yeah. to Tony People for taking a risk. on it fondly. I think it's going to stand up and withhold the test of time. Yeah. It's quirky. It's funny. It's likable. It's enjoyable. It's, it's positive. It's a yeah, smart it's movie. Smart as fuck. Um, and, yeah, and Holson fucking, she melts all the cold, frozen hearts. And I just, <laughs> I can't wait. I hope that, um, yes, I'd, I'd like to see her and, and the entire cast back in some way, shape, or form. I think we all probably agree on that. So. Yeah. Well, cool. Andrew, yeah, uh, anything else, man? Any other uh, pressing issues coming out of uh, your native land uh, tonight? Yeah. I don't well, know what that is. A couple of from my franchise, we actually going to be helping film a commercial for the Blu-ray release for it. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, that's awesome. What's that, what's that gonna? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, they, they won't share us the script with us yet because obviously it's all confidential. But um, all I know is that they want to use our packs, and we have our own Echo that they want to use. So um, and it's to do with uh, I think Pepsi as well. So, but that's all I know so far. But um, they just made me audition to be an extra for it as well. Um, oh, and cool. yeah, but as soon as I know more, I'll share it. That's awesome. Dude, that's man. very that's cool. Crazy. Yeah. I want to do it's that. Ichi, let's move. Let's move to Australia. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, saying, talking about moving, me and my girlfriend, I think, are moving to LA uh, in the next five years. Um, wow. And then hopefully, yeah, yeah. So hopefully I can get more into the franchises in the LA area. 
for yeah. sure, dude. Yeah, dude, there's, there's a lot. There's yeah. some good franchises. Um, I know there's Ghostbusters of Southern California, the yeah. Southland guys. There's, 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 uh, there. yeah, we got, we make good friends out there. So, uh, that'd be really cool, man. Very cool. Um, that'd be sweet, we'll yeah. Listen. And then we'll move out there. And then we'll move That's out to LA. Planned. No, we'll move to Australia. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll take your place there. I heard that if you move to New Zealand, you can make a lot of money. I might yeah, be making that. Yeah, someone told you that. Really? You just make someone, that up? Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my, my made-up facts. This cool. dude, there's cool. good money. You know, good. He's got that Peter, that ja- Peter Jackson money. hangs out there. He makes he money. There. Yeah, he made well, a lot of money. Well, cool, Andrew. Thanks, man. Thanks for the update. Um, congratulations. Right. I can't wait to hear about that uh, that commercial. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Keep us posted. Easy. Have a good one, guys. See you, man. Yep. Later. Yeah. Man, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be in a commercial. It's always good to hear. want to be the Ghostbusters commercial. Cool yeah, and the fact that there's 2006. What year is it? Yep, 16. 2016. Yeah, right. And there's Ghostbusters commercials. People should be grateful for that. Yeah. Even yeah. if they're in Australia and we can't understand them. Yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> it's like oh, I had no oh. idea what that guy said. Totally different. Yeah. Hey, that guy who just called. What was he saying the whole time? Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll no, Andrew's we'll awesome. Dub, we'll dub that voice. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. He's cool. He's really cool. And, uh, man, it's like tomorrow in Australia. Yeah. So I should ask them what the the box office is tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) Get a little advanced reporting. Sports almanac him. Yeah. Ask him if he has, you know, 50 years. Guys, guys, I'm an adult. I can make any decision I want. I'm watching Back to the Future 2 tonight. I know. I'm ready for it. I'm going to do it. Stop the podcast. I'm doing it. I'm doing it now. And then you're going to... And then you're going to go buy those new uh, Back to the Future 2 hot toys, yeah. right? Ooh. Yeah, I really am. How'd you Selling know? the farm. What'd you think? So, Getting the hot toys. Let's talk about that for a second before we move on. Um, lots of toys were revealed at uh, Comic-Con last week. And what, I mean, uh-huh. we should probably do a whole episode where we break everything down. But what, oh, we're what going were some to. of your favorites, Sam? Yeah. Or um, Hey. Who are we talking to? No. You talking to me? You go uh, first. You go first. Yeah. Sure, sure dude. Uh, some of my favorites. Okay, that, that. Wait, you were talking to Abby, weren't you? I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I, hey guys, I'm Toy Dude. Toy Dude six 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 over here. Uh, okay. I'm uh, X. What do we got? We got those new uh, those Ninja Turtles, dude, are probably the coolest thing. And I think yeah. you I think you mentioned them last on the last episode. Uh, I'm gonna be talking about those, those things like, every day of my life. So dude, yeah, the they're NECA, amazing. One like yeah. those 18 inch. Yeah, they look. They look so good. Uh, I, I guess they said they're about a hundred bucks a piece, and they're going to release one per quarter. And I think the oh, Donatello. I think uh, the Donatello is for uh, pre-order no. right now. That's a good thing. I, if it? they can't put all four out together, yeah. that's frustrating. Because then you would buy one and be like, I, I'll get the other ones later, and you would never be able to afford them like that. Uh, like, let's look yeah. at the plan. Let me call out two of my good friends, Ryan Dole and Zach Myers. Have this weird ability to just ability to buy like one or two figures from the oh. set and be happy. Yeah. Fuck both <laughs> of you. That is not okay. You got to get all. You can't. Completeness mentality. I'm just gonna get Raphael. No. You, you know can't. what? You might as well walk <laughs> off a bridge. That kind of no. He's real rich. Dude, I have like. I lost the side. You're gonna need the rest of the team to balance him out. It's a lot of attitude. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. What if you need uh, something? You're getting not a Donatello. 
I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the Donatello is on pre-order right now, but um, yeah, no, it looks good. You can go to you can go to NECA's website if they can pre-order it. Um, Maybe they'll send us one to review and cuddle. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Listen, hopefully they're listening. Come on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So listen, besides those one-fourth scale Ninja Turtles, obviously there's a bunch of Ghostbusters stuff. Blitzway is putting out um, 12-inch, one-sixth scale figures. They look really good. They're the best likenesses we've ever seen in action figures. Yeah, that's that good Peter face. (laughs) God, that good Peter face. You know that good-ass Peter face? Oh, Um, it's good. And then we saw, um, what was it? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold up. Remember how in the last episode Jake was talking about how he was confused? About yeah. all the figures coming up? Right. Okay, so Blitzway is making the good stuff. Metzko is also putting out six-inch figures that don't look as good. Um, there's just a lot. There's just a lot of there's figures a lot. coming there, out. Yeah, you know in the last episode I mentioned how I made that chart? So, like, the next day after we recorded that, I went and looked, and there was, like, more Ghostbusters stuff. You know, like, oh, yep. great. <laughs> i got to revise yeah, the chart now. <laughs> Um, and then Back SH, so Bandai, Bandai uh, Japanese company, obviously known for what Power Rangers and a yeah. bunch of good Godzilla, Godzilla stuff, stuff and all sorts oh, of yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, they figure got the arts. SH uh, figure art Stay Puft coming out that looks really good. Oh, that's cute yep. as fuck. Um, so lots um, of. I, go ahead. No, I was just saying there's lots there's lots of good stuff yeah, coming up. Lots of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> my, Let's, uh, Jacob, I want you to talk right now. That's what I want you to do. <laughs> Good, because I'm just going to talk over somebody if, they, if you don't let me. Uh, do uh, the other thing that I really, really liked was that Slimer statue, the one-fourth Slimer statue, where he's, like, uh, on the food cart, and he's, like, eating food, and he's got, like, a bottle of wine in his hand. Um, yeah. It's the com- I forget which company it is. So uh, that one's, that's Hollywood Collectibles Group, the yes. same company that does the Bankman statue, yeah. and then... The the one on one um Slimer. Yeah. Right. Yep. The they got that really cool Slimer statue coming out. I'd like to uh snatch up one of those. Yeah. Um by the way, if anybody at the Hollywood Collectibles group is listening, I owe you fifty dollars. So it's coming. <laughs> All the way. It's it's uh, I sent I sent a money yeah. order I to Hollywood Collectibles Group, one two three Main Street, USA, and I hope you got it. <laughs> um, no, I gotta pay off that Vankman statue. Get that Vankman. Um, guys, so there's a lot of good Ghostbusters stuff coming. Got the Ninja Turtles stuff. I'm not a big Ninja Turtles collector, but those figures are must-haves. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. One thing I'm so uh, DC puts out the the the, the nice six-inch multiverse line. They're about twenty bucks a pop. Started a while ago. They put out the whole uh, Batman v Superman line, and now they got all the Suicide Squad figures. I haven't really gotten any of them. I think I've gotten one or two because I didn't really want to start collecting another line. And I want to focus on more like focused collecting. Focused collecting, right? No mantra. And I wanted to do some of the more upscale figures, some hot toys, some of the, you know, statues and things like that. Then they announced at the Mattel booth at a Comic-Con that they're putting out a Batcave playset. Oh, it's Uh-oh. big. It's connected. I'm going to get a shirt that says, Playsets make me wet. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Get the beach towel. Yeah, get out your towels because there's a bat cave coming. And I love bat cave. So caves. many nooks and so many crannies. So many crannies. Real quick, best bat cave play set of all time. Go. Anybody. Ooh. Uh, 
I don't know. Yeah. Uh, me either. I, I shouldn't have. You know how many I've owned? None. Yeah. You've never had a Batcave playset? No, man. I don't oh think God. I've ever. I think when, um, you know, like maybe around when Batman Returns was out, I was buying okay. some toys. Uh, but besides that, I've never bought, like, any DC stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've got yeah. a pretty healthy well, Batman Forever Well, before line, we take but... our next call, next call... I'll tell you the best Batcave playset that's ever been released, and I've never owned it, and I need to get my hands on it. It's um, it's the Batman Forever Batcave with like the three tiers. Yes. The thing is huge. It's big. I gotta get it. Uh, if yeah. anybody wants to send me that for my birthday, hey. Um. Or you know. Or Monica. just for any day. Just like a Tuesday, a Batcave. Just send it. Just send yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. So let's try to go back to 864 to see if we can get them on. I don't know. They weren't there last time. 864, are you there? 864. Uh, yeah. Hello? Hey, hey man. Hey. What's up? Who's this? Hey, this is Tyler from Greenville, South Carolina. What's How up, Tyler? Um, How are you, man? I called, in a, I called in a few weeks ago, and I was like the last caller, and I was in Walmart, out of breath, buying Twinkies. <laughs> you just described most of our callers yeah. at all times. I know. I'm, I'm in a Walmart uh, right now. <laughs> uh, so what's up, yeah, Tyler? What's up, my man? Well, first thing, I, I want to tell you guys thanks for putting that video together for Leslie. Um, I got to my 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 boys are in it. I got to get off to work that day and put a little thing together and send it in. So I think that was a really cool thing that you guys did. It was really cool to see everybody come together and put that video awesome, together. Man. And, uh, That's so cool. Just, yeah, just to just to refresh my memory, who who were your uh, your little ones? Um, what, what? My older son was uh, wearing a, like the jumpsuit, so like one of this, one of the Rudy's costumes. Okay. And okay. My younger son had just a black shirt that looked like they're going to ghost on it. They just, you know, my the little one said, I love you, Leslie, and the other one just yelled, ghost oh, on yeah, yeah, and they yeah. started going crazy. in the living room? Yeah. Oh, they're so cute. I love that clip. Thank you so much for sending it. Oh, oh thank you guys. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I, I was awesome, happy dude. to do it. It was cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, it's just so crazy right now. I can't believe this movie exists. And uh, I took my oldest son for his birthday. I took him to see it. Um it was the second time I've seen it. I've seen it four times now, and I just—it's insane. I can't believe there's actually a new Ghostbusters movie, and uh, you know, it there's three of them yeah. now, and they're all good. Mhm. So like what is your three good Ghostbusters movies? Right, right. What did your son uh, think of it? What is he normally into, like superhero movies <clears throat> and that kind of stuff? Oh yeah, I mean, he's five, and uh, I—I'm pretty—I'm guilty for letting him watch a lot of stuff that I shouldn't, but. Um, I mean, he loves one and two. He watches them on repeat. And, uh, you know, he really liked it. Obviously, his favorite part is the end with all the craziness and the ghosts and everything because that was the part that got him really excited. And he took his uh, – it was cool. We went kind of early in the morning, and uh, I took him to see it in IMAX because I loved the little 3D thing they did with the coming out of the frame and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, that was uh, awesome. I wanted him to check it out. And uh, he brought his um, – proton pack with him and he was aiming it at the screen every time a ghost would come out and he just had a blast it was cool you know what jake was doing the same thing <laughs> yeah and uh we took some uh ecto cooler in and then we had a good time it was awesome 
Yeah. And uh, so, I had listen. just I took him to see the first one when they re-released it back on the eighth oh, uh, earlier cool. this year too. So that was cool. So for one, you sound like a really cool dad. I actually had a pretty cool dad because my dad took me to see like White Men Can't Jump and Terminator Two in theaters <laughs> when I was like, five and six years old. That's nice. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. But uh, um, so that's really cool, man. Because like, so we we saw the movie a bunch of times, and a couple times there was theaters uh, that uh, were pretty crowded, and there was kids in there. And I, I I was my the thing I wanted out of this movie was like I wanted kids to be able to get out of it what we got out of Ghostbusters when we were kids. And my biggest fear right. is parents these days either not really knowing it's a kids movie or that kids would enjoy it or just being whatever towards it and just going to see secret life of pets instead because that's an easy yeah. thing to take your kids right. to i feel like yeah. my next art so we did the leslie jones video my next public service announcement is going to be like parents get off your ass and take your kids to go <laughs> yeah. Please do. yeah exactly um it's pretty cool because the guy that i work with um he's got two young girls and uh i t- we we talk about movies a lot he always takes his girls to see every like you know Big Hero Six or Zootopia and all that kind of stuff and uh, I told him uh, you know I told him about it because I actually saw it the first time like the Thursday night like preview thing at you know right, um, right. Like, and uh, I told him I was like look man I was like it's actually pretty clean you know there's a few words in it and I was like there's a couple of jokes that'll go over the kids heads anyway and uh, and I said I think they'll love it dude I mean though I think they'll want a proton pack for Christmas after they watch it it's just a really cool I mean, especially for girls, uh, it's great for everybody, but for little girls, I mean, they don't get to see, like, superheroes that are girls very much on, uh, you know, besides from, like, Black Widow, who's right, right. in yeah. the Avengers movies, which they're, they're, they're not going to watch those anyway, so um, I just think it's really cool, and even, you know, for my boys, I know when it first came out, and they were, I was showing them trailers and stuff, and I bought them the little Hot Wheel cars, and they just kept saying, like, this is the one from the girl movie, and these are the ones from one and two. And I was like, yeah, but the girl movie looks cool. We'll, we'll have to wait to see it. And now they love it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, in, in I don't know if you guys had the same experience, but there was never a point in that movie where I stepped out of what I was watching. And I was like, oh wait, these are women doing this. Like that just doesn't happen. Oh yeah. Like, they're, no, it's they're just all super. It's very natural and just. It's very believable. You can definitely yeah. just buy that they're doing this stuff, and uh, yeah. it works. It's it an works really, really well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And uh, earlier, earlier, well, I, 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 earlier, I know some, you mentioned someone what they want to see next. Like, I just really want another one with the same with the same yeah. cast. I want to see him do more. I, you know, <clears throat> I love the part at the end because it's just so insane, but. The part of the rock concert was amazing, like them working together and they actually catch the ghost and the yep. lead up to them chasing it down. Like, I want more of that type of stuff, yep. too. And, you know, we didn't get very much in this movie, but uh, well, I think mean, it's great. Thing. I just want another one. Me, too. Yeah. I, I want it. I, I I say make it a TV series. I could watch those four every week. Like, yeah. I, I like. Oh, yeah. That's I, I, um, I completely agree. If they announce tomorrow we're doing a direct sequel. I would be all for it because yeah. um, any, you know, small hiccups or missteps that happened the first time, uh, you know, they would have a chance to up the ante. And, and like, I, the, mo- look, the movie's not perfect, but it's the most fun I've right. had. It. I had more fun with that movie than I did watching Civil War. 
And I had more fun with this yeah, movie. Yeah, I did. Well, I, I don't agree. Saying you had more fun than watching Batman vs. Superman. I, I went, that was coming up. I went to funerals last week and had more fun than Batman vs. Superman. That's not right, true. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's been surgeries that are more fun. I mean, I, I didn't mind that movie <laughs> yeah. that much, but at the same time, like, had a root canal that was man, it's just like a... It's like a, a final exam or something. You get out of that thing, you're just like, oh my god, what did I just say here? It just drains the life out of you. There's nothing, and, nothing fun about it. Right. Oh. And yeah, and Ghostbusters was just so like, enjoyable and happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, what? Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. No you're, good. no, you're good, man. We, we, I was I just going to say, I really. You know, we, we haven't talked about the Leslie Jones stuff that much this week, but I really appreciate you submitting that video and. We were so impressed. Like, it was a spark of an idea. I was in a bad mood that yeah. day. I was, saw what was going on. And I was like, I have to do something positive. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then everybody came well, together. And then, like, for, for, it to, for it to get as much attention as it got, it was just really cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's so. amazing that it's a 10, like, 10 and a half minute video made up of, you know, five to 10 second clips. I mean, there's so much in it. It's insane. I, 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 you know, I throw it up on YouTube all the time because my kids just, they, they just get a kick yeah. out of seeing themselves on there. They just die right. laughing every time they come That's on. Great. Yeah, man. And they love, yeah, uh, they love a few of the other, the other people on there too. They get excited. There's the guy who says like, I think he just says, uh, oh, what, they, they crack up every time. I can't remember what he says. He's like, the guy freaking out with the goggles on. No, it's like he says, uh, you see, Leslie, uh, the real Ghostbusters got your back. For some reason, yeah. they die every time they see that. They're like, that they're, and they know they're like two clips after him, so they always oh, go yeah. back to they're him. Just <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, I wish I was great. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't want to hold you guys up too long. I know you probably have other callers, but um, a couple, one thing I'm stressed about is I really want the movie to make a ton of money, but. I want my Blu-ray so bad. Like, I'm so ready to have it here and just watch it nonstop. Because yeah. I actually have three kids total, and, you know, one's still a toddler, and he doesn't know what Ghostbusters is. But, uh, like, it's hard to get out to the theater, and I just want to see it a few yeah. more times. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so the we youngest, don't got... my young, or, go ahead. No, go. I was just going to say we don't have an uh, official release date yet, but from what I heard, it looks like October, right before Halloween, um, yeah, that's not that'd that long. Be a good time. That's, only, that's only a couple months. Well, so Target has it for pre-order, and it says September eighth, and I'm like, that's so soon. I can't be right, but I would love it. Like, I don't want it to come out of theaters that quick, but I think it'll do really well if it when it hits uh, Blu-ray. I just think people, even like you know, the haters are going to continue to hate it, and I don't care. But like, as far as I think more people would buy it and watch it at home than would go to the theater to see it, maybe. So I think it could still do yeah. a really good business on Blu-ray. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I completely I just, agree. Oh, man, yeah. I just want it. Like, I want to, like, we watch one and two all the time, it. and I'd like to just throw this one into the rotation as well. So. Yeah, I'd love you know to watch it back to back. That'd be interesting. So I'm on the Target but, uh, website, and it does say September 8th. So that's yeah. the week after Dragon. So... Oh. That might actually make wow. sense. So, um, you know, we, we help run PKE Surge, um, which is the kind of Ghostbusters con within Dragon Con every year. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, we're, we're working with Ghost Corps on getting some promotional stuff and some prizes and just other things like that. 
And they did mention um, wanting to do some stuff for the DVD release, possibly. Yes. And yeah. I didn't even think of it. But, yeah, that's... that's guys, crazy. guys, we're getting Ghostbusters on Blu-ray in, like, six weeks. All right. Dude, that is All right. That's ridiculous. That's such yeah. a quick turnover for, for a movie coming and, out. I know. If it's true, could you believe that we would get the movie before the Golden Books come out? Because I've been waiting on those Golden Books. For yeah. They're, they're what? Yeah. The end of September? I think they're like the 13th or something. It would be so crazy to have that book, have the movie before I get those golden books that I've been looking at. Yeah. See, now I'm on Walmart. So I'm on Walmart's website, and they've got the pre-order up as well. They still have December, though. Yeah, there's still December. I saw that earlier. So here's here's what I'm going to say to the world. If the Ghostbusters Answer the Call Blu-ray hits, before season or uh, episode, nope, not season, not episode. <laughs> Let me restate this. If the gold, <laughs> if the Ghostbusters answer the call, Blu-ray and DVD comes out before the Diamond Select Series Three figures, I'm gonna throw a fit because right. that's ridiculous. Because <laughs> those were supposed to come out in June, and I want to get my Annie Potts figure. Ooh, I want that figure yeah. too. <laughs> uh, yeah. That looks good. Well, Tyler, man, so, listen. Um, Thank you so much for calling. That's awesome. We'll have a party yeah, when it comes out. I'm really excited that your kids liked it. That's really cool. Yeah, that's dude. awesome. Oh, your yeah. Like, awesome. my my three-year-old, he hasn't seen it yet. I was a little bit worried about um, maybe the guy, the subway ghost and Gertrude maybe just being just a head too scary for him. I think at home it'll be different because at the very least we can cover his eyes or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, cool, man. I, mean, I jump. I jumped at the Gertrude part the, the first time I saw oh. it. I, was, I yeah. knew it was coming, jumped, and then... You know it's coming. And out of nowhere. Just, you know it's what it was? It's scarier than you expect it to be, though. And, Jake, I'm going right, to ask exactly. you about this. The, the sound design in the movie is amazing. Like, yeah. Just the, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, listen, Tyler, we're going to move on here. we got a couple more people on the line. Um, we really appreciate you calling in. and uh, Yeah, say please, hi to the fam. Say hi to the family. And, uh, I will, I will. Thank you, thank you, boys, for participating in the Leslie Jones video. Yeah. High five. I will. Hey, can I can I chime in really fast on the Batman playset? Sure, yeah, go for sure. it. Sure, that's the ongoing question. My favorite one was the Batman Returns one that was uh, like three panels, and it yep. you could fold it together and have like a handle on the top, and then you could spread it out, and it had like... It had, like, a little penguin area, like, a little freezing place, and then, you know, it had, like, one part that was inside the mansion, and it had your little Batcave part. Yeah. I loved so that like, thing. I don't know why. So it was really cool. It was really cool. The box the box art for that looks really good. So it's one side is Wayne Manor, the other side is the Batcave. That's the one they re-released, like, five times. They re-released yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, they kept putting it out for different movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like Batman Forever, Batman the Animated Series. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, that's a great playset, man. But the first one, yeah, the cool. first incarnation of that was the Batman Returns uh, Batcave. Okay. So. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, cool. it was cool. That, so for the all rest right, of the guys, episode, thank you guys. All of our, yeah, I'm going to ask all of our callers to tell us their favorite Batcave playset. <laughs> you ready? Good, good. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, good thank night. you guys. Good. You too. Guys, so I'm reading here. Uh, so everybody knows the uh, the the firehouse, the actual firehouse in New York was has been uh, having a little work done to it recently. Yep. I'm reading here that it's getting a six million dollar upgrade. Um, yeah. The, the well, containment includes, units are expensive. Yeah, they're expensive, dude. Project okay. includes updates to the electrical, the plumbing, the kitchen, the bathroom, locker rooms, offices. It's getting like a complete. 
you know, rehaul. It says yeah. that um, it says that they are some of the upgrades in the renovation are meant to accommodate the women who now work at the firehouse. They're adding a woman's bathroom and locker room. Oh, that's disgusting. Uh, what, is, what, what do you think they're doing? <laughs> they should it's add a political. They should ruining, add a face bidet. Ruining oh, the fire. They need a face bidet and a room for P.T. Barnum to uh, come up with the idea of enslaving elephants. So that that's all great. I, I, I'm excited that they're you know renovating and fixing things, but then it also kind of scares me that the outside appearance might change in some way. They better not. Uh, they better not they do that. They better not touch the outside. Uh, all right, cool. Next call. Now we're stressed about that. God, I'm so stressed. Favorite bat case. Six one three area code. Who's this and where are you calling from? What's up, guys? It's uh, Matt Provencal calling in from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. How's it going? Huh? Pretty good. Up, man? Matt? How are you? Good. Good. I'm stressing, guys. I got a lot to talk about, so I'm going to try to condense it. But um, no, go for it, man. Do it, man. You're good. Man, uh, super, super happy about. Everything about life. <laughs> Just, good. Man, uh, I watched good. The, your adventures on the interwebs mm-hmm. of your trip to uh, to L.A. for the big premiere and everybody there, and it was mind-blowing. It was just unbelievable. Couldn't believe it. I, and everyone there who was there, uh, it looked like you were at a Disney World theme park. It looked insane. <laughs> Absolutely not felt like it. It was great, man. We, we I'm sorry. It's, you know, it, so many people made it out, but like we were saying earlier, there's so many people we wish could have been there, and, including uh, including yourself. Yeah. Oh, been... uh, thank you. Yeah, man, I, uh, yeah, it was it, it was like, man, that's a really expensive trip. <laughs> I mean, I you really know, want to do that. Tell but, me about it. Uh, tell yeah, my no, landlord. It just, I, things, things uh, maybe the next time, <laughs> maybe the next crazy thing, maybe the next California trip, who knows. But, uh, man, right. I'm uh, I'm super busy. Um, again, uh, previously plugging um, SpaghettiShark.com and working on apparel. Uh, wife's designs are taking off like crazy, so we got some more new designs there. Uh, I've gone full tilt with uh, video editing. I'm actually currently working on one for a Bluesfest project, so I'm diving into the world of music videos. So I'm directing two music videos right now. So I'm, I'm oh a little that. I know. Yeah, I'm going full crazy with that. Uh, my big boy job promoted me on the day of the premiere of Ghostbusters, and there was a chance that I was not going to be able to make it and watch the movie. <laughs> and I was oh like, what? So what? what? Yeah, I, I was like freaking out. So what ended up happening was two days before I had to fly out on my trip, my good buddy Curtis Teagues, he's also an um, Ontario Ghostbusters member, and uh, he's a local artist, super talented. He's worked with Mark Miller from um, Kick-Ass, and he's got some great artwork uh, online, and he's got his own stuff. Um, he calls me up and goes, yeah, our good friend Morgan, uh, who knows everyone from a local comic book shop, she's got passes to the advanced premiere. Do you want to go? I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, what's the catch? Because there's always a catch. He's like, you got to show up in costume in your flight suit and proton pack. I'm like, done. Put it in the car. So, <laughs> right. So uh, we got to advance, um, kind of like VIP treatment at uh, the local downtown Ottawa theater, and uh, it was this whole bang where we showed up, yeah. and we got um, uh, in the car and drove to the theater. And this is one thing I want to mention. This is the power of the fandom. This is the power of Ghostbusters right here. We parked the car inconspicuously way behind the theater, so we can just kind of 
you know, go around the corner and walk in so we didn't try to draw a crowd. Well, we all know what happens when you wear a Ghostbuster costume in public. You draw a crowd. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so we get out of the car, and there's these little kids, probably about, I don't know, maybe six or seven, two little girls and their younger brother. In a house across the street, they see us from their window, and we can hear them screaming from inside their house, Ghostbusters, <laughs> Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. And I'm like, oh, my God, Curtis, we're going to have a crowd here. <laughs> we gotta, we got to go. But before we were able to, like, take off, uh, all the kids come flying out of the house with their parents, like, from two neighboring houses, and they all come in, and they all want pictures and whatever. It was just crazy because I'm like, man, I'm going to see the new Ghostbusters movie and this, like, new generation of kids that the movie is meant for it's they're freaking out and i'm like man like this is it this is this is where ghostbusters should have been for so many decades now it's at back at the at the top it's front of mine and it's it's joining the big ranks of you know star trek and star wars and it's just fun man it's just great it's awesome it's a, it's a good feeling it's a good feeling yeah it's super good um one note uh, I listened to the plane cast episode of you guys leaving LA, mm-hmm. um, and oh, oh, while I was on an actual plane. So I listened to the plane cast <laughs> oh while God. on a plane. <laughs> and nice. uh, while I was on the plane, I had my headphones on, and uh, they actually gave me a complimentary few beers, which is pretty nice based on the flight. And uh, I uh, panicked because I thought I was on a flight to Atlanta. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so you, heard you the can pilot. thank you can thank your co-pilot <laughs> who got recorded on the on plane you. for freaking me out while I'm at thirty thousand feet in the air. That's amazing. So, wow. Dude, like, a plane, like a planeception. Yeah, it was like definitely it. a meta plane, meta planeception. That's amazing. That's yeah. I'm crazy still amazed stuff. that we were with the amount of white noise and everything else we were able to pull that off. And I'm also amazed that we weren't kicked off the plane because we literally were the only people awake on the plane. Not only were we, it's annoying when everyone's sleeping and you're the only one awake, but when you're recording a podcast, it's like another level. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty chatty. Yeah. So yeah. Good on the flight crew for letting you do that. Like, I'm like, like that's, that's the last thing I'm thinking of after dealing with like, I guess 20 hours of a, Ghostbusters premiere and you're taking a red eye back to Atlanta I'm like you know fuck it we're going to record a podcast I'm going to sleep later yeah we're like hey we're up so I was doing it my initial thought was this will be a good way to deal with my anxiety and my fear of flying and the first thing Jake says is hey what if this plane goes down like (laughs) (laughs) oh thanks what a great friend he's a good guy he's a good guy he is a good guy Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I'm going to plug your show, and anyone listening to this, I highly recommend, as soon as you watch um, Ghostbusters, Answer the Call, or Ghostbusters 2016, whatever the hell you want to call it, as soon as you watch that movie, listen to uh, your Answer the Call episode immediately. Like, listen to it immediately. The full two hours, it's a great companion piece. I can confirm, because I did it. Watch the new movie. I loved it. I give it a solid... Like the, whole the film thing. critic in me wants to give it a solid 8 out of 10, but the inner child in me is a perfect score. But I'm going to yeah. stick with my you know, solid 8 out of 10. It's definitely an A in my books. Super fun. Such a great experience. Like, we, are so, we were so close to having this become this really dark, 
gritty, stylized, unfun Batman versus Superman reboot. We were so close to having that, and we well, didn't me, get that. We got something so funny. Well, why? Um, what is your uh, expand upon that? Because that's an an interesting thought. What when you say yeah. we were so close to getting the stylized yeah, like gritty? What? what yes. What is your base for that? Well, as you may or may not know. I was on a podcast before this. Yeah, <laughs> Cross we Trans Radio. Uh, and we, yeah, what? What's that? Anywho, yeah. we, we, we covered this for like five years, and we had right. some like nuggets of truth from Dan Aykroyd directly and Ivan from meeting them in Toronto and the liquor bottle signing Dan Aykroyd. He'd, he'd pull us aside because he knew that we were, we were in on the, the Ghostbuster stuff. Like he would, he wouldn't, entertain the general public he'd pull us aside and tell us some like little side notes and he's like yeah shooting he's like yeah one of the shooting locations is going to be toronto uh boston was already in their radar because obviously you know how hard it is and near impossible to shoot in new york city for permits and everything like that now yeah so he was he was letting us know of this kind of he kept referencing like the the hellbent script right yeah, and that that was going to be a focus, and and then this was just right after after the release of the video game, and so we knew that the video game had come out and it was relatively a success, so we we knew that there was going to be a really dark tone, and then around that time, around like 2010, uh, Tron Legacy comes out, and that's a big deal because Disney put a lot of cash in that. And yep. Tron Legacy yep. gave this really dark, gritty, revitalized, kind of like 80s vibe. And there was a huge pressure to kind of replicate that, that cash cow and replicate that, that feel. And so later on, it was discovered that uh, Tristan Jones, um, the artist who's currently on Aliens Defiance, and he used to do um, a couple of panels in the Ghostbusters comic. Right, uh, right. Tristan Jones was hired as a concept artist for Ghostbusters 3. Right. Didn't he do that yeah. meat monster? Yeah, that, that was kind of released publicly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very cool. yeah, exactly. So that was released later after the embargo obviously got lifted. But, um, yeah, the the tone of the film was going to be this, like, really gritty action-based movie. So it would be a lot of technology involved, a lot of dark, brooding stuff. And the comedy wasn't fully there. You can definitely see that the influence was... Dan Aykroyd just going full tilt on the on the keyboard, and then right. it was up to Ivan and Harold to kind of polish it to make it make it funny and fun again. And yeah. then yeah. you have the guys from the office stepping in and everything like that. But visually, right. so was pre, it was going to be way darker. Was this pre uh, Office Guys, Lee and Gene? Was this before that even? Well, that that I don't know. I know Tristan still can't talk about uh, who <laughs> was attached. Uh-huh. But uh, it may be a fusion of the two. It may be right. in between the office guys and when Ivan was attached as a director. But I know right. that Ivan, Ivan loved that concept of that kind of like the meat bowl kind of coming out of the yeah. restaurant, the really uh-huh. dark, brooding so, demon thing. Like a nice blue so. cheese crumble. So, Jay, Abby, you, you guys know – oh, that's fine. Hi. Abby, I would like, Hi. Hi. I'd like to acknowledge your joke was funny. Um, you guys we, – we followed – Ghostbusters 3 developments forever. Um, yeah. And what's interesting is Ivan Reitman's been doing a ton of interviews lately, and yes. unprompted, he's been bringing up all these old Ghostbusters 3 concepts. Like, they're not, yes. nobody's asking him, but in every no. interview, he's, 
he's saying, you know, we had the Hellbent script, which sucked, and he's like taking a little <laughs> shot. He takes a little shot at Dan Aykroyd, but he's, yeah, he's he got can. a lot of, right, because he can, um, and he's got a lot of praise for what the guys from The Office did with Bill Murray dying in the first panel and then it becoming a father-son story with Bill Murray as a ghost guiding Oscar uh, yeah. as, as being a Ghostbuster. And he talks about it a lot, but they never really mentioned the Alive Again version with Eaton Cohen and if that was kind of a, another uh, spin on that. or uh, the, the funny thing is anytime Dan Aykroyd talks about it, he talks about it as if he wrote all of them by himself. That's right. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, he does. So, well, I remember, yeah. man, I'm, I, I've been doing a lot of, like, backup hard drive stuff, and I'm uncovering all of this, like, archived cross-the-streams material, like, audio snippets and Photoshop posters that I did back in the day. Like, we're, like, 2010. And, man, I, I remember when Dan Aykroyd, at some sort of weird writing circle conference, it was like a scriptwriter conference somewhere in L.A., and he, he randomly name drops this, like, industry code name for when a script gets greenlit. And I remember all of us just losing our shit over just the just him name dropping the, the greenlit script. Because that was like, oh, my God, this is in, this is in pre-production. This yeah. is it actually going to happen. But that was like 2011, so obviously right. we know what happened well, you there. Know, um, so there was all – right, and before Harold died – the rumors started popping up that they had showed like the alive again script was going forward. And then um, Cleveland, they were going to shoot it in Cleveland in the spring of, of 2014. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just, it'll be interesting to see where they go from mm. here. If they start backtracking or just move forward with, with new concepts. Uh, because I've been yeah. in these recent interviews and I was talking with these guys about this. He said, there's another live action movie being written right now, but yeah. they never said this is a direct sequel to what we're doing. So yeah. Who knows? Shit. We, yeah, who I, knows, man? We could At be on the point, line for another 20 years of this. Oh, God, I hope not. Please make it, like, please, now that the fire has been lit, we got to keep it rolling, so. Yeah, fan the I think, I think, yeah, we're riding a really cool gravy train here, and uh, I'm just oh, laughing every train? time someone says that this movie's a flop, or they're, yeah. they're saying, oh, the theaters are empty. That makes me laugh hysterically, because everyone that I know outside of the hardcore uh, Ghostbuster fans, like I'm talking, you know, a few hundred people in friend circle, they're all like, right. we're going to see Ghostbusters this weekend. Like, we're yep. going to see it, not Star Trek, not yeah. Tarzan, not yeah. The Secret Life of Pets. They're like, I'm going for the third or second time to see Ghostbusters. Who's with me? Well, like, that's all I see. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next couple weekends What if it reta- if it starts doing that thing that Paul Feig comedies have done where a lot of people just kind of waited and now they're going to go see it and it's not dropping as much. Uh, we'll know. Yeah. We'll know soon. Yeah. Um, well, if I, it's opening in Italy tomorrow. So if oh, wow. I know GB Max and the Italian Ghostbusters well, they will single-handedly raise $26 million. <laughs> just yeah. just then. Uh, I see it. They're crazy and they're cool. Um, they're, they're amazing. They're good gear. GB Max sent me a postcard a few years back, and it was beautiful. He's a very, he's the best, one of the happiest men on the planet. And he's he so is. cool. So he our, is so our happy. Buddy, um, our, our buddy Zach Myers from the Georgia Ghostbusters just visited Italy um, oh, nice. with his wife. And, well, uh, me and Jake, we, we <laughs> Zach left the country, didn't tell anybody that this was happening. Because <laughs> we, hadn't heard from, we hadn't heard from Zach in a couple of days. 
and then he just posts a picture on Facebook with him and him and GB Mac, and we're like, <laughs> yeah. what is going on? And he's like, yeah, he was at work and couldn't hang out that long, but we just met up in like the middle of the street, and he was like wearing a suit. I was like, what does he do for a living? It was amazing. You know what, like, though, what knowing, you know what though, knowing Zach, if Zach was like, yeah, I was just like in this. Uh, uh, I just went into the the thrift store and just saw GB Maximo just hanging yeah, out. I would have. I just ran into him. Yeah, yeah. Zach. 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 Um, I don't know. Zach's an old school guy. Do you know? Do you know Zach Myers, Matt? I, uh, for some reason, Zach, if you're listening, send me a friend request because for some reason we he had talked and he had he he had been very active with with cross the streams and GB fans message boards and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And like, uh-huh. I see him and I contact and we talk through the threads and we crack jokes and stuff. But yeah, for some reason, I don't know that that slipped through the cracks. So Zach, let's yeah. fire me off a friend request. Yeah. So. Zach's a good guy. And he, he has yeah. this habit of like, we all go thrift store shopping, looking for old toys and none of us ever find anything. Nothing. And Zach, every time he goes to Goodwill, like he's like, look what I found. It's like, <laughs> Oh, a vintage Yoda, a vintage Batmobile. Yeah. Like I go and it's like loose, nice condition Batmobile. Yeah, it's not fair. I don't find that stuff. But um, oh, hey, we got a couple of which, callers. No, yeah, speaking of which, you're asking, uh, you're asking, um, favorite uh, Batman toy. Batcave. Batman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Toy. Yeah, Batman Returns one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Batman Returns one. Same, uh, the same Wayne Manor, and then I also got the um, animated series one, the reissue, which they just repainted. Like you can tell, right. they brought it into a room and they just air air painted it with a different scheme and gave it a new yep. sticker set. And then there you go. There it is. But, uh, That's what they did. Uh, well, listen, Matt. Um, we really appreciate you calling in. We got a couple more calls yeah, we're gonna get to. Thank you so much. Yeah. And seriously, thank you for your contribution to the Leslie Jones video as yeah, well. Man. Absolutely. No, it was really cool. Um, yeah, no, uh, it was my pleasure. Thank you for even thinking of that. That was like exactly what needed to happen. And I know for a fact Leslie Jones and everyone involved saw that and, you know, they were touched from the bottom of their hearts and that was the best thing to do to keep the ball rolling. Um, again, everyone was great in Ghost Heads. You were all fantastic in it. That's a great positive movie as well. So awesome job. And, uh, yeah, thank you again. I'll call you and talk to you on the interwebs and uh, let you know of what else that I'm doing project-wise, SpaghettiShark.com and all that jazz and videos and music videos I'm directing. So Sounds awesome, man. Cool, man. Yeah, and start, dig up some more of those archives so we can talk about uh, Hellbent and other yeah. weird versions of Ghostbusters 3. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll find some, uh, some Photoshop posters that I did that are really fun. I did a American <laughs> Psycho Lewis Tully crossover poster I got to send to you guys. It's pretty funny. Ooh, yeah, I, I like this. Oh, cool. man. Cool, cool man. That. Have a good cool. one. Yeah. You too. Cheers, guys. Peace. See you, man. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Guys, i got to get one of those spaghetti shark shirts. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I know I know the guy who runs it. He could send it to us. <laughs> yeah, I know him. I know that guy. Cool. Man, it's so weird. For so long we talked about a third Ghostbusters movie and now the third Ghostbusters movie's out and I feel like it's actually happening. It's like I feel like a little like piece of me like I can't like Ghostbusters three is my most searched term of all time on the internet and I can't I can't search it's it like anymore. You're, Scratching a phantom limb. <laughs> yeah. Kind of weird. Like My Ghostbusters 3 got cut it. off. Right. <laughs> you can still search if Jurassic Park could actually happen. It's, yeah. It's Your second most Googled thing since childhood. Hey, 
The, well, could the question it? is, could it? Could it? Jake, you'd know. Could it happen? Sure. Are we going to build a Jurassic Park of Dan Aykroyd? Dude, what <laughs> if, what if like, the Jurassic Park series and the Ghostbusters series oh, crossed Excuse me, over? Jurassic World. <laughs> Jurassic Park and Ghostbusters cross. Well, one of the... What I mean, would that be like? I guess we could talk about it now. One of the early concepts that leaked that wasn't in the new Ghostbusters movie is there was supposed to be a ghost T-Rex at the end of the movie. Oh. Ooh, Why boy. didn't we get that? That's now I'm, now I'm angry. Yeah. Now I'm now mad. I'm mad. Would, that would, have been, would, that, would that have been weird to, to see something like that? Because even, even though like in, in Ghostbusters 1 and 2, you still you have a couple of you know, weird monster ghosts, you don't see that many like animals. Uh, I, know, I know they mentioned like the polar bear in the right. new one, but yeah. you still don't. They do it in the comics. Uh, in the right. video game, but like in the movies, you you don't ever just see like oh, there's a ghost, you a know, bear. So you don't see that kind of thing. I wonder right. what that we would have been like if they would. Yeah, true, true. Dude, we I got the rats. See, I want to see that right. polar bear. That the rats were pretty cool. Was that a lost reference? That's what I was oh, hoping for. Oh, it's in the same universe. Uh, <laughs> where, here we yeah. go. Here's, here we go. Here we go. The Dharma Initiative. Let's do polar it. Bear Let me right ask there. you the question. Cats out of the bag. You've got to pick four cast members from Lost to make up your new Ghostbusters team. Who is it? <laughs> oh, okay, my God. Okay, hold on. Hold the fuck on. Wait, 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 wait. Are these the actors or, like, characters? Like, do I get to see John Locke as a Ghostbuster? Yeah, characters. John, Jack, wait, wait, John Locke. And Vincent. <laughs> John, John Locke could be Garrett from uh, Extreme Ghostbusters. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Don't tell me what I can't do. Oh, oh, oh. man! <laughs> that Dude, would be that, that Garrett figure is hard to find. It's very rare from the toy line. Well, they never out. they never actually put it, it out. Right? Yeah, it was yeah. like never put into production. There's just yeah. like samples of it. Or it's something. like Egon's uh, laboratory playset. Oh, I want that. Um, Charlie for sure, right? Charlie's oh, Charlie's gotta be Charlie. There. Charlie or oh, dude, Claire? wait. Think about think about this. Think about Mr. Echo. Yeah. Mr. Echo. No. A He's in Suicide Squad. Mr. Echo's the mayor. Dude, right. he is. That that guy is super awesome. Here's an easier yeah. question. Who are the four lost cast members who you would not want to be your new Ghostbusters team? Uh, Sawyer, Shannon. Sawyer, Sawyer, and Sawyer. <laughs> wait, no, no. Glenn, Daryl. Oh, Rick. wait, wait, <laughs> oh. no. Not gonna happen. I'm taking the reins. I heard Glenn's dead. Spoiler, that's Glenn's what I dead. Heard. Got it. <laughs> fucking hate The Walking God. Dead. Oh. oh, oh. I hope Katie Amber doesn't close your Everyone plays. It just felt good to say that. Oh, here's my I, here's my four lost cast members that I want to be Ghostbusters. Are you guys ready? Do it. Um. Okay. So we're gonna go John Locke for sure. Absolutely. Vince? Benjamin Linus. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, ooh. Kate, Juliet, Claire, and Shannon. Juliet, not <laughs> Shannon. Just kidding, man. No, no Shannon. Juliet. Juliet's All my good. Jokes. Juliet's definitely in there. Jake She's likes Juliet. Here. Ooh, I like Juliet. Wait, I think Jake likes Juliet. Did you what? tell me like Juliet one? Yeah, I like Juliet. I would, I would put Juliet on my Ghostbuster team for sure. Who, who, who's your other two? Man, I love Jack. 
Jack. I, I like Jack. Jack. Dude, he's but no, so many people didn't like Jack, and I was just like, he was misunderstood. He got thrust right, into that. Jack, are, are we doing a, a lot of podcasting? All right, no, dude. Here it is. Smoke monster, smoke monster, smoke monster. <laughs> yeah. The man in black, <laughs> Jacob, but both his children. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, here's here's the ultimate here's the ultimate loss. Nikki Apollo. Right. Yeah, Nikki Apollo. No, ready? Jack strung out, pill pillhead, bearded oh. Jack. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Got the Bronco. Bearded Jack. Bearded Jack. <laughs> depressed John Locke. Heroin addict Charlie. Charlie in a diaper. Doesn't that happen at one point? Guys, we have completely lost control. Dude, you know who's going on my uh, lost Ghostbusters team? Patchy. Patchy, Mr. Echo, John Locke. Dude, it's going to be the dark side. Right. So listen, guys, before we get to our next caller, I do want to say that Yes, Have Some Live is brought to you by our friends at Carnivorous Creations. That's uh, Carnivorous with a K. Uh, Carnivorous Creations on Facebook, CarnivorousCreations.com. All of your proton pack needs, resin parts, aluminum motherboards. Um, the good stuff. The good stuff. Fiberglass shells. If you're building a proton pack, if you want to start, if you want a starting off point, check out Carnivorous Creations for some really, really, really amazing parts and pieces. The Finchers, who are the best prop builders in the community, uh, they swear by Carnivorous Creations. So uh, check it out. And they also got the one-of-one scale tear dog heads, limited to 84 pieces. The same mold, uh, production mold. You see it on the uh, the office wall at Ghost Court. You're not going to want to miss out. Uh, one-of-a-kind collector's items. So check out Carnivorous Creations uh, on Facebook. And uh, let them know that the Yes Have Some podcast sent you. Um, because that, that's a nice thing to do when you – get to somebody's house and they're like who are you and you're like yes have some told me to come here so <laughs> yeah that's a thing you do that you know so we're gonna go to this caller we got eight minutes left i i don't think this person's been on the line yet but the area code looks Let's familiar find out. uh 520 who is this and are you somebody who was on earlier or are you a new person uh new you guys know who i am it's ronan calling i'm calling what's up ronan hey how's it going dude what's up man, what's up, man? How how's doing? it going good pretty, man how you doing good. tonight Oh, pretty well, man. Uh, I didn't. I don't know what you got. The whole like topic for tonight is. I kind of thought I didn't even know you guys were like uh, doing tonight. I was out getting groceries. I was like, hey, I'll just call in and see what's up. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, man, we're talking we, about some play sets. Yeah, Batman play sets. We've been all over the place. We talked a lot of Ghostbusters, a little bit of Comic Con, a little bit of uh, Lost. Lost. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we did way too much Lost. Yeah, I, I heard also- that. I heard that. I love you guys' script. I think it'll it'll uh, it'll kill, man. You think it's good? <laughs> Your cast from Lost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We thought it was good. Ben too. Linus, Ben Linus is Walter Peck, though. I've always thought would kill it as Walter Peck. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Henry Gale, love it. You know that was kind of the complaint with the new movie. One complaint I've seen is that there wasn't really a great foil for the Ghostbusters, um, a Walter Peck type character besides um, Bill Murray, but he, you know. He, he was in there and, well, and he wasn't. So, oh well, you got well. You kind of have like Andy Garcia had elements of that. He was kind of like yeah. a mixture of that. Which, you know, right, 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 right. He they just didn't go full tilt with it because the government was kind of like, we know what you're doing. 
keep doing it, but also knock it off a little bit. I wonder if some of that has to do with the PG-13 rating, though, because, you know, like, maybe, because I love Cecily Strong, but that was one thing that I felt like maybe she was either cut a little too much or, like, edited or held back a little bit, because she can definitely play that, like, snarky, smarmy, girl you don't want to talk to at a party kind of deal, and I think that if she had gone, like, hard R with it, um, and even in the trailers, you saw the one clip of her saying, like, oh, these are just sad, sad women. And that wasn't in the movie. Right. But I, I think that maybe they, that could have been flushed out a little bit more. Might have might have made it, um, like, a little more solid. But, we, you, know. um, you can chime, on this, uh, chime in on this, Rona, because we haven't talked about it yet. But one thing a lot of people are talking about is some people feel like the third act, there's a little bit something that might be missing there. And one of the things that keeps popping up is Kristen Wiig and it, and originally in the script and was it filmed, did she actually quit the team? Yeah, was there a time yeah, period that's, there? That's what I've read. Uh, so that's is that, is that true or from what you guys know or what? Because Kate, we, I have no idea. Kate, or, uh, but Kate McKinnon says, welcome yeah, back. Welcome back. You're or back. she goes, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Her ears uh, are ringing. Yeah, exactly. Jake, yeah. have you given any thought to that? I, yeah, I, I have a I have a feeling that when the the Blu-ray comes out, we're gonna have a lot of uh, deleted scenes. Uh, there there's a couple things in the movie where you can kind of be you can kind of tell that oh they they probably cut something here, something had to get cut here. Um, and I and I hope that they do give all that to us. I, if it was filmed, if that actually did happen, um, I hope we get the Blu-ray and it's just full of that stuff and we don't get. They don't skimp on the on the deleted scenes, you know. Yeah, I want all the feeks in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Want it all. Yeah, we want all of them. Hey, so what I want to know is like, what did you guys think? Because I was there with you guys, like through all of it. They're at the Perky Nerd, and the next day at the premiere, like, how did you guys feel? Was it like, did you guys? Can you guys still wrap your minds around that you were actually there with all that stuff? Like, I want to know. No, it was I'm exciting. Not it's like a blur. Yeah, it's like a big blur of of a weekend. Uh, I, I said it before. I wish the weekend was a little longer. It all there was so much packed in to like two days, and there were so many people there that you know we didn't have the time to to even meet everybody to talk to everybody, and it was it was just like almost like an out of body experience. That yeah. still trying to figure out, you know. I was out of body the whole time. I mean, like it harkened back to, I guess, like church camp days. But like, I actually liked these people that I was around because oh. um, there was so much like ecto cooler and sugary treats and like a lack of sleep and an utter exhaustion and like running on fumes and adrenaline. But it being like the most elating and exciting time of my life and like knowing that I didn't want to sleep because you know my mind was just racing like it. The, the event on Friday was so much fun, but then that rolling into, you know, we're actually going to the premiere, we're going to be on the red carpet, and that rolling into a pizza party, and then we're going to be seeing the movie, and it's in the Chinese theater, and it's just like thing after thing after my brain is exploding, and I can't handle it, and I I think back on it often and fondly, and, you know, it's it's a trip that I'll never forget, and, you know, I know it's just, it's just I'm just grateful that we all had the experience, man, and that we can talk about it. <laughs> Ronan, um, what did you? Oh yeah, Jake. You go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You go for it. I was just gonna say we we only got like three minutes left, but Ronan, as you know, you came in. Uh, when when did you guys get in? Friday afternoon. Uh, we got there. Yeah, we no, we actually drove from Phoenix, and um, 
Thursday night. Uh, it was me, myself, and then two guys from Phoenix and John's younger brother, and we all drove there, met up at John's house, and we were with him for like a couple hours, and he, I think he went to go pick up you guys. And yep. we had literally... Yeah. We had like an itinerary. We had like a whole, like a million things we had to do that day. John was stressing out. I was stressing out. Everyone was stressing out, trying to get like the prints and stuff done for the art yeah. show and getting and getting everything like turned in. Man, it was it was ridiculous. And not to mention that it was like 180 percent like humidity and it was so hot in that damn place. Yeah, with bodies in there. You know? A lot of butt sweat. Let's just yeah. be honest. <laughs> yeah, man, it was. Um... But it was good. No, I'm glad we're talking about this because it, it was ice cream. It was fun. We got to meet a lot of people. We wish we could have talked to everybody and really given everybody, um, you know, sit down and have long, you know, we, we, want, we wanted to meet everybody, but I'm sure you also realized too, Ronan, once you kind of got in that environment, it was just chaotic. It was yeah. very hectic. Yeah. A lot of people. Oh man, I saw you guys and, and John said you guys were like super tired. And when you guys were at the parking, <laughs> I was like, oh, there they are. There they are. I was like, you know, I said, I said, what's up to you guys? Let you do your thing, man, because it was so hot in there. And then you had people coming up to you. I was like, yeah, I'm going to let them do their thing, man, because I don't want to be bombarded with people. So, you know, I talked to Jake no, I talked to you a little bit about your art and stuff, man. But that was like the most I got in because I don't want to overwhelm you guys. <laughs> no, dude, you know, we, we enjoy that kind of thing, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, we, yeah. Dude, like I said, we're all, we're all, at the end of the day, we're all fans of Ghostbusters. And for all of us to share that entire weekend and that experience, I know that's not going to be uh, soon forgotten by any of us. No, I can't get sure. enough. Yeah. I feel like that whole weekend is kind of like, you know, when people uh, have like a near death experience and they have like an out of body experience and they say that they, yeah. you know, all this weird stuff happened to them and then they come back to life and then people don't believe them and they're trying to explain. That's what that weekend yeah. was like. Yeah. No one's going to believe this story. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like, yeah, it you were there unreal. at the red carpet, BS, whatever. No, yeah, I was there. It was amazing. Yeah. Right. It's like, no, this is my Slimer mask. It's real. <laughs> it's all real. Yeah, yeah I, I, I saw you guys got some stuff signed there. That was cool. Um, yeah. I, uh, I don't, you know, the only thing I got signed, I guess, uh, I had my uh, Gigameter. I got that signed by the Ackroyd. And Ackroyd, you should have seen oh, the face because, nice. you know, the Gigameter is rare. He doesn't get that. When I like, they gave it to him. He like his his face lit up. He was happy. You know, right. that's cool. That's that's all that mattered to me. You know, that's awesome, man. That Dude, that's awesome. cool. I, I wish I would have saw your Gigameter. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I had one. Yep. Uh, <laughs> listen, guys, we only got thirty seconds left. Ronan, obviously, feel free call back anytime. Uh, we'll chat some more. Glad that uh, everybody's kind of recovering. Um, yeah, thanks for from the trip the memories and, and you know going out and seeing Ghostbusters and that's it. That's yes, have some live. We're done, guys. We got we 15 seconds it. left. Jake, close us out. What else we got? Yo, that's it, man. Ghostbusters is out. Uh, um, I need to go see it again. I've only seen it, uh, I don't know, three times at this point. Got to see it again. All right. Yeah, man. My best friend's coming in town tomorrow. We're going to see Ghostbusters 2016. Answer the call for the fifth time. Tomorrow, I'm super pumped. This has been fun. Have a great vacation, family. Cool. And Ronan, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, man. <laughs> well, I'm just going to tell you good night. I'm going to tell Abigail good Ronan, you, we always end up having, like, we always take calls right to the end. have some late night. Yeah, this wow. is now we're on the late night after show. Uh, <laughs> we always end up having somebody join us for the closing. So, Ronan, anything else before, uh, before uh, we head out? Uh, yeah, uh, John sends a message because his internet went down, so he says, uh, so I'm going to say hello to give him a kiss for me, so that's a uh, oh. message from John. <laughs> so many kisses, oh. air kisses. 
I so when we picked up John at the air, John Yacarba at the airport, or no, we didn't. He picked us he, up. He, he picked, well, up. He That's picked what us happened. up. And then I was and like, "Hey man, are you?" I was like, "What's the rest of your day looking like?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, I got to get these prints done, frame some stuff." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Well, we got to go to the FedEx store. <laughs> we got to go to lunch. We, come on, man. We don't. And know we these. need vegan lunch. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. So no, we had a really good time. Uh, we had a good time with everybody. And I don't know. Maybe the next time one of these things comes out, we'll all be back out there again. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. good. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, for everybody, for Jacob Walsh, Abigail Gardner, Ronan from Arizona, and myself, Craig Goldberg, uh, this was Yes Have Some Live. Thanks, everybody, for joining, and we will uh, see you on the other side. Yeah, next week. Next week. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye, everyone. noches. Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack.